You're listening to The Dude Grow Show, coming straight out of Denver, Colorado, bringing you marijuana grow knowledge, news, and culture. At the tone, the time will be 4.20. Exactly. What's going on, everybody? Dude Grows Show, episode 239 of What's Growing On. How you doing, Scotty? Ow. Can you get it out in three words? Doing good, dude. How's that, man? <laughs> Counting. You have to use your fingers to count there? Yeah. You want to hear my favorite four words? <laughs> I can hardly taste the alcohol. Oh, today, guys, if you haven't heard, we got What's Growing On. Talk about what's going on on our grows. What's going on in the world of cannabis, dude grows, uh, just really just hanging out, man, what we're smoking, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Um, you know, for example, I could even talk about how uh, last night I got about, I think about six hours of sleep. You know, that's on my low end of the spectrum of uh You sound like it, man. Me, you sound you like it, bro. I no, I re- dude. What do you mean? I don't. I did my. I'm not done yet. I did the revive, man. The re- power nap, man. I can power nap like it's my best. You know, I get so I got up like at six fifteen. Uh, I'm hanging out, make some coffee for the wife. You know, shortly after that, get the kids up, gets things going. But the best time, man, the best feeling sleep I get is when I go back to sleep for like an hour, an hour and a half to try and get close to my eight hour goal. Of uh, of power rest, of power sleep. I don't want to call it beauty sleep. It's power <laughs> sleep, man. You see, man. But man, I nap so good. It feels like it's like the best sleep I have. And I fall within five minutes of falling back asleep, like into the most crazy ass vivid dreams in, in no time. And it's a good time, man. It's a good time. Man, I remember when you used <laughs> to tell me you hit power nap, man, or you hit a power nap. It was just another strain of weed you had, man. Weak, man. Now, <laughs> now you're actually taking a nap, man. Uh, it's funny, I'd, you know. I'd get you know, <laughs> one time my wife came home and she's like, "What the hell are you doing?" You know, and I'm like, "Hey, were you up in the garden till one a.m. pruning, watering, transplanting?" Oh, because you were napping, man. You so got busted napping. I got busted napping, man. <laughs> to the, the nine to five person, it's hard for them to uh, conceptualize what the hell's going on with that. Yeah, that ain't <laughs> cool, man. No nap for me. No nap for you, man. <laughs> All right, so I got to tell you, man, we hung with uh, we hung with the Pound House boys, man. We went out out the Boulder yesterday, and something about hang, hanging with folks, man, where they just want to smoke you out, man. I'm gonna have to say smoke you down because I think I got home about seven o'clock at night and just fell asleep. Just fell asleep for two hours, man. I think I had just that much, you know, residual cannabinoids in my body at that point, man, where I just needed to sleep <laughs> yeah, them sure. out, man. I think it was like approaching That's a why I, edible. I always do the, uh, you know, so it's hard for some people, but I've gotten better at the polite decline and be like, man, do you realize we just smoked a joint and now you got that one? On, you know, like, yeah. Like, I'm good for a little bit. See, for me, it's just so it. pleasant to smoke that delicious sweet Chiba, man. You know, it just tastes so good, man. <laughs> 
Fair enough, fair enough. So uh, let's talk about, before we get into what's growing on, oh, a couple quick, we'll do a, uh, I don't want an announcement or whatever, but help me out, Scotty. I don't even know, I had somebody chiming in that they made an account just for Google+, and they're trying to get into that. And is it, how do you get into Google+, Plus? the the, the Dude Grows Crew, is it the Dude Grows Crew? Yeah, I think you just go on to, I typed, uh, you know, plus.google.com, and I hit communities. And honestly, it's like Google doesn't, they know me or they don't know me or they might know me better than I know myself. I don't know, man. Like, here's the communities they suggest for me. I got gangsta rap. I got stupidity. Cannabis-based home, which sounds like my home. (laughs) Then I just got (laughs) cannabis, cannabis. Now I'm getting to the front, though. Naughty Indian Girls, which, honestly, until I seen this picture, I didn't know that I liked Naughty Indian Girls, but I do. And Interesting. Rasta Reasoning is the number one, man, with a nice picture what of Haile Selassie on there, man. So, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I guess Google, you know, I guess I should click. Although, man. how do you get accepted? Do you have to be, like, accepted into a Google Plus group, I guess, or can you just come hang yeah, out? Yeah, I guess what I'm saying, these are the communities that are recommended for me, but all you got to do is go into communities. Sorry, I'm sidetracked with the naughty Indian girls. But you go into the communities, and you just search uh, Dude Grows Crew. And then you'll see, and then you ask to join. It'll send me a little message. I'll go through. I'll oh, go. so you're the you're the moderator. I, so I, I, my, in, maestro in is as well. Maestro is as Scotty. well. And so if uh, we put you through a police database, man, if you if you if you're a narc, man, you're out of there, brah. No, I'm just kidding. It'd be really cool if we could do that, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> no, but we, <laughs> we look you over, man. Will. If you got a legitimate, oh, I see what's happening, though. If you have a legitimate account, we let you in. If your account's completely empty, where it looks like you might just be a computer creating an account to spam us, or a cop creating an account to hop on in and see what's up. Well, can't so, you put a message for you to see? I'm sure you could just put a message. Yeah, so, I mean, do if you it, just hey, I'm not this- a cop, or you know, maybe I am a I am N A N A D A C O P. I'm not a cop, maybe. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But uh, that's kind of what it is. If you come over and you just got a totally blank. Uh, you know, blank profile, it's a little bit suspect. So I could see why, you know, Maestro's got our back on that and, uh, you know, some folks that know a little bit better. So that's probably what it is, man. Uh, just get get a hold of one of us, man. Maybe see if you can send me a message, an email. I'm, I'm, I'm easily accessible. All right, all right. And, uh, again, I, I will announce I've still been playing around with the website. The website is kind of one of those things where it was a vision I had about a year or so ago, and the dude was like, hey, I don't really want to fucking do it, but if you want to do it, go for it. And he has not stood in my way, and he hasn't really complained too much when it doesn't work. But um, that's kind of my vision of trying to make it the ultimate cannabis resource for everybody. So uh, I know some things don't work there sometimes. That's because it's just me and, uh, and, and, my, and my pothead assistant and an Indian dude named Ankit that helped me fix shit when I break it. So, I mean, that's it, man. So, uh I appreciate everybody's patience while I'm getting that thing running, man. But if there is anything not working, I know there was somebody who's having problems with the Nug system. I'll get on that, man. That's how I spend my evenings is smoking weed and, and fixing problems. So, uh, yeah, get with me, and I'll be glad to fix anything that ain't working. And I appreciate y'all's, uh, uh, what would you call that, man? Y'all's understanding while we build this thing. But it's getting better. It's pretty interesting. I like the site. I go there myself. Yes, yes. <laughs> Thank you for the patience. I give a, 
Uh, speaking of patience, I, in my, my emails, guys, if I haven't gotten back to you, I'm going to give an executive producer here for the episode. Um, you know who you are. Uh, I'll just say John B. up in Fort Collins uh, tuned in, gave me an email about potential intern help, um, doing some things, had some different experience in areas. Oh, Johnny Baklava, that, man. man? <laughs> yes, Johnny Baklava. Wow. Uh, From the club. Just, no, I appreciate the, the shout-out. I haven't gotten back to you yet in the email, but I am going to and see. We could always use help in different areas and disciplines, and you guys listening that, you know, chime in. We had somebody chime in today that's just emailed me, dude grows at Gmail. I don't know if the help was working on the site, and you said, hey, we have an inappropriate comment over here <laughs> that made on the LED forum. You can't, so, you can't fuck us up with those comments if you're going to be that funny about it, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, I moderated, went over there and deleted the comment. So John B. appreciated up there and Fort Collins. And uh, he's a student in urban farming and horticulture. So it's always good to connect with people out there in this community. And uh, right on, that right on. Let's talk a little bit before, well, I don't want to jump to uh, a couple sponsors just yet, man. Let's talk about what's growing on. Um, I don't know, Scotty. I'm going to dive into we can just go back and forth here i noticed and got an email it is uh, veterans day not veterans day sorry memorial day at the end of the month um and i believe it's also like a veterans let me see i don't want to screw this up the exact national veterans month also and memorial day weekend is at the end of the month so i wanted to, if any of you guys out here i believe they're colorado only but uh have heard of grow for vets I have heard from them myself. I want to see if anybody had an experience with them. Um, it's been getting. I know you can donate cannabis to them. I've been uh, on the verge of doing that, wanting to get them on the show, especially for this month. So if you have any experience with them, uh, give me a holler and let me know what's up, dude. Grows at Gmail, or else we're going to get in touch with them too. Try and get them on like a this week in cannabis. Um, I know up there, uh, Brown Dirt, Brown Dirt Warrior. He wanted to talk a little bit about veterans and cannabis, and me and Scotty have not been awesome lately at getting guests on the show so we got to do that and uh that should be up and coming guys because it's definitely a, a good cause man and i would like to grow for some vets man get them some dank yeah yes it's a great cause absolutely man it's always i'm so suspect of, of charities man i saw somebody is like oh alec baldwin's taking over a tv show and he's giving all his money to charity and everybody's like, oh, that's so wonderful. And then you're like, oh, it's a, you find, and I'm not saying this specifically with him, but you're like, you find out like it's a charity that his kid runs so he doesn't have to get a job. And it, uh, you know, it gives like 1% of the amount collected actually goes to the actual charity to help the people. The rest goes to administrative costs. I mean, like the United Way at one point in time, it was like 90 something cents of a dollar that you gave to the United Way, gave to employ all these people of the United Way. And guess what? If, yeah. if you're like a big wig, a charity, you know, like a, a head of a charitable organization, like there was one just with veterans. I, saw, I was listening to it on Joe Rogan where one of these like the Wounded Warrior Project, they found out the guy that heads that, that t- I don't know if it was that one specifically. I don't want to get sued, but something like that. They found out he was making hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. And they were like, what the fuck is that? And it like turns out like getting a CEO for a charity is just like getting a CEO for a for-profit corporation. You know, they get their sharks and they get paid a shitload of money. I'm just, man, it just sets with me, man. Everybody just runs around thinking they get a free pass by going charity. It's charity. 
And yeah, all right, all right. <laughs> fair enough. I'm sorry. Man. Sometimes <laughs> I'm not saying this in this specific case. I'm just saying, please, when when you go give to charities, man, just watch and make sure that it's going to the right place. I mean, if not, just go and do it yourself, man. Go and give some people some weed yourself and help them out. And I was wrong about Grow for Vets. Uh, they have an Arizona chapter, a California chapter, Colorado. I just mentioned Michigan. Uh, Nevada, Oregon, and it says coming soon, Washington and Texas. So definitely, uh, I like this, man. I really yeah, think. legit. So get them on the show. What is it, man? I'm going to find out. There's a form that you can that that you can look at, and it just shows you how much of it. You know, if it's a legit charity or not. And that's 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 all I'm saying, man. We should just do our homework, man, and just reward the people that are doing the great jobs, man. Hopefully, folks like these guys. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, what else? What do you got growing on, man? A little bit of this and that, I'm sure. A bunch, man. A bunch. You know, man, I seen, uh, first off, I seen I got one of the guys that did uh, uh, join the Google Plus group recently is Moby Dill. And, man, he is killing it over there, man. I think he's been there for two days, man. I saw all these posts and all that. So, uh, welcome, brother. I think he was under a different name maybe or something like that before. But but welcome. And uh, it's really cool to see that kind of content showing up, man. Man, he posted a picture of some raw glue that I think is one of, uh, uh, what's Brad's? I guess it's raw genetics. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, man, that shit was so Frosty, man. It was. Was he? What's he growing under? Three fifteen CMHs, metal halides. Um, I believe now he has LED. I think okay. he's doing LED. Okay, because it looked like some next level shit like that, man. It was really impressive, man. So it was really cool to see that, and it was, that was raw. Awesome. That was raw glue, and then I was showing some flow growing, and man, that flow. It's so cool how it just like sucks up the the nutrient, and it's just this dark plant. It's so dark it turns kind of purplish even. It's just a badass plant. So he just had some great visuals over there. So that's the Google Plus group. Um, man, I did been working on uh, uh, DudeGrows.com. Damn, how to think about it. I'm like trying to find our <laughs> own Google Plus group right now just so you guys yeah. know. I'm not, you people aren't the only ones. And I searched, God, dude, I, I'm, the weed's working, Scotty. I just searched goggles. I'm like, why are there goggles? Why am I looking at <laughs> That's awesome, man. That's awesome. But, All right, Google. And anyway, man, so I re, I really going to organize the categories, trying to make the dude happy over there, man. So go check out dudegrows.com. dot com. Tell me what you think, um, uh, dude. I am catching a little bit of shit for uh, <laughs> on, on the Google Plus group for for not finishing my LED light. Now I got to tell you, I'm a little bit scared competing with you. The guy, you know, anyway, about competing with an LED light, seeing all these crazy fucking trichome picks that LEDs are producing, and I'm thinking that I better just finish my light and hang it up. I got, what, six weeks of veg to learn with this thing? You know, so I, that's, al- yeah, that's I almost enough time for me to run almost a complete, you know, just to go turn on my flowering room, flower up some, I think Straight Nug has some, Snugs has some three-gallon plants for me or something, just flower up some plants and play with it at least and learn it a little bit, you know. Uh, Refresh my memory on which light this is. This uh, th- is the, this one is the is a- Grow Mouse had made me a plate for uh, a raptor that's gonna, that, that sinks right into a raptor. I'll refresh everybody's memory. So it has eight of these uh, really high-end Cree uh, diodes, uh, what, CXB 3590s, I believe, and I, I hope I have that right. It's coming deep from the memory stores. And um, it's just a tremendously, I'm not going to say tremendously complex, but so each one of the lights is basically its own little mini 50 or you know, basically a, up to a 100-watt light that's dimmed down to about 50 watts. And it's... Um, 
each has its own lens. It has its own diode. It has its own uh, holder. It has its own fan, you know, or CPU cooler, whatever you want to call it. And all that, you know, it's just complex, man. So, like, I got it built to where an OG Dirtbag, shout out to him, came out and helped me build it a couple about six weeks ago. And then just I had to get separate drivers and separate, uh, it's almost like, building a computer you know where i had to get this it looked like it was something that i'd put for if i was putting a second hard drive in a computer a cable <laughs> yeah and i'm like dude this just ain't me man you know i mean i'm you know i can wire a high voltage contactor i can put two 110 lines into something but you know all this low voltage shit is just i just don't get it man you know i just and i just didn't know that i was it was going to be that much of a an endeavor, you know. I thought endeavor. It, yeah, I thought I was going to be slapping a couple things on, plugging a couple things in, and going for it. But right now, building these LEDs, I'm not saying you can't get good at it. Where you would, you know, you build the first one, it seems like it's, you know, you're doing something in outer space. You build the tenth one, you're doing it, you know, while watching, you know, Fear Factor. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So <laughs> I'm not, you know, but it, for me, it was just tough, and I just it was very easy, you know, with the DGC cup and all that stuff. It was very easy for me to just put it to the side and be like, yo, I'll do that later, man. I got some other shit to do right now. I got to harvest. I hey, it's not trim. even April anymore. You can't. You can't even start. You, you can't mention the DGC Cup as any type of excuses anymore. It's a different month. Yeah, and I mean, I, I will say that. I mean, Hordelux has been really nice to us. I think Hordelux sees me as uh, a decent spokesperson for their for their thousand watt HPSs, and I mean, I do have. You know, I still have a case of Hortolux Thowies, so I replace them every six months, and I get great results. I mean, I'm not telling you it's that crazy next-level shit that's, you know, making people freak out, but, man, I posted my, my dank on, in, on Instagram, and, you know, I mean, it got, you know, I, mean it, I wouldn't have done that if it was shit. You know, it's dank bud, man. This shit's great. And that's what just, yeah. just was simple Hortolux 1000-watt Hortolux under, uh, in my Raptor hoods, so... Yeah, if it, it ain't broke, I guess that's part of it. I have no urgency, you know what I mean, because it ain't broke, man. But I'm getting there, man. I think the urgency is you lighting a fire under, under my ass with your uh, uh, the grow-off, man. I really am concerned because I do believe in those Spectrum King lights. I am a 1,000-watt yeah. guy. So you know, like, I, I, get ready, dude. Cover your ears. An analogy's coming. Dude, for a long-ass time, people are driving big V8 350s, man, okay? That's great that they're getting beat by the Honda fucking four-cylinders that are all tuned out. But some people just like V8s, man, like a roar, man. You know, so the change happens slow, man. There's, I know guys on the motorcycles that are still uh, you know, riding two-strokes, man. They didn't make a two-strokes in 10 years was the last two-stroke they made, you know? so Yeah, yeah, it depends on what, you know, what, what brings you... Uh I don't know. I guess pleasure and, and what you're into. Thank Bud brings and me pleasure, man. Lots of it, man. Being able to throw down. I, I, I cut a plant down a couple of weeks ago. I harvested and uh, I cut a plant down, man, where I was just like, oh, dude, I busted out the video camera, man. It was just like, holy shit. There is so much really good quality bud on here. And it goes so deep down the plant where this isn't shit BNC buds. I was looking for BNC buds on a big giant tree, a big beast. And I had to crawl really far down the plant to get it. And I was just going, boom, <clears throat> baby's arm, baby's arm, baby's arm. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, an, an ounce, an ounce, an ounce. I'll say a half ounce on each one of those, you know, but it was, there's, there were just grams upon grams on each arm, and then there's 40 or 50 of these arms. I mean, I'm just not convinced, and that's, that's that V8 power, baby. That's that 1,000-watt power. That's penetration power, <laughs> man. 
I'm not. Yeah. I'm not convinced, man. That uh, that a 400 is going to penetrate like that. I'm not saying it ain't got the right spectrum. I'm not saying it's not a badass light. I'm not saying it won't compete against a 600. But I don't buy 600s, man. I run thousands. Biggest light you can get. If they well, made a 1500, I'd buy it. Get your shit built up, man. So we can. Uh, yeah, we were talking actually. As far as the flowering period, I I don't have a flowering room open for about another, I don't know, damn, month and a half at the soonest, I'm thinking. So that's that's going to be my veg time. That's good. Um, That'll work for me, too, man. I'll be able to grow this into a beast. And you know what? It'll be really interesting, too, because, man, there is a lot of controversy out there. People do think the bigger the plant, the lower the quality. You get better quality when you grow a bunch of you know, really small plants, young plants. I'd like to. I'd like to explore that. Good luck. I mean, <laughs> as long as you're willing to do a lot of trials. I mean, that's going to be hard to distinguish uh, for sure. You know, it's like what are you going to grow? One big plant ten? next to four or five smaller plants, and see what the quality difference yeah, is. Yeah, I mean, I guess we have the exact same, the exact same pheno. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, why would that be difficult? You're just though? gonna smoke the first, the big what, the 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 flower from the big plant first, and then get high, and then you're gonna be like, all right, now let's test the flower from the small plants, and then you're gonna get more high, and you're like, oh no. yeah, man, the small plants got better. No, bug, man, I'll get a, like a panel <laughs> of like four out of five dentists or something like that. See what they choose. Yes. All right. Well, let's take a quick break, man. Throw a jam in here. Oh, you know what, man? I, like I didn't tell you. I got a new one from Eli, man. It's actually about okay. the dentist. What is it? Now that I think about it, man. It's about the dentist. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it's about trading weed, man. Trading weed. I might have known someone that traded weed to the dentist one time, man. Maybe. <laughs> all right. Maybe my brother Trip. Fair enough. Break it down, guys. We'll be right back. Check it all out at dudegrows.com. Right. Let us be 
trade weed for a t-top camaro man you'd be the kind of dude that would just show up you'd go out for beer and come back with a t-top camaro and be like dude trade weed for it man (laughs) it's possible it's possible all right so let's talk a little bit about actually i'm gonna give a shout out to uh sponsor sponsor the show guys source vapes hook it up if you need a vaporizer man i'm really putting some some punctuality on my peas there sorry um I don't know, maybe my pop blocker on the mic's taking care of it, though. But Source Vapes, guys, if you need a vape pen, if you need to be discreet, if you need to travel in style, think about Source Vapes, man, because uh, it is a great way to enjoy your cannabis. Uh, you know, if you're traveling somewhere, if you need a discreet way. My example is, like, sometimes I, I know my uh, another another significant other likes to get a little high before yoga, and, you know, it's, it's when you're sitting in a car somewhere, you're parked, it is just a little bit less, uh, you just don't feel as, and not for everybody, like, I don't really give a shit, and I know you don't fully, but token off the vape's way more discreet than opening Super the door discreet. and having <laughs> and having your smoke come bellowing out, even though I do like the Cheech and Chong effect. I mean, I feel, I feel pretty proud when that happens sometimes. As long as I'm parked, I am parked, and I'm at my destination, of course. And I will not be driving again until I feel completely capable, which is once I come back out of doing that errand. Yeah, anyway. I'll give you an example that doesn't involve driving. My my attorney brother was hanging out, man. So, you know, I, I'm probably going to not have an opportunity to just smoke in front of him for the, for the day. So in the morning, I would go downstairs. I would get some work done in my in my grow, and I would hit the source vapes a little bit. It didn't, I, if I were to smoke bong hits, it was going to stink my clothes up, make me smell like I just smoked bong hits. That's why I hit this pen a couple times. Times I got the, the THC that I like to have in me, in me, and I uh, went about yeah. went about my day. And uh, I will warn you that when I went upstairs, I realized I was extremely stoned. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then that's we all know how that can happen, man. Yeah, you're be like careful. Stoned man. up in your there is your something den, about den, like your smoking den, and then you go out out into another room or into the heaven forbid the real world outside. <laughs> That's so fucking true, man. You know, you need like a change in your setting to really get you get you going. A lot of times, get- dude, you get less stoned though. Like that's what you know. Token down with Levi and Mike the other day. Uh, he's a cool spot there with a beautiful view. Of Amazing, the, you know, the foothills at Boulder. And uh, it's such a nice day. And I really, I kept realizing I was, you know, standing in a living room, standing in a kitchen, getting high. And I kept walking outside for no other. It's like a sixth sense, man. It's like I'm high. Time to go outside. You know, I love being outside, and plus I felt like I was getting, I wouldn't say I was getting too high, but I knew I was getting pretty damn high on some strange and some good J's, so it's like, man, I want to go outside and just, you know, it makes it, makes it feel right. Yeah, so. love it, man, love it. Smoking weed and hanging out in nature, man. But that all stemmed from me saying, help support the show a little, give a little kickback, you know, keep, 
keep things working around here, sourcevapes.com. Use coupon code DUDE at checkout. Hey, or else it will not work. What's up? I did do a couple things, man. A couple people were talking the membership area was a little bit screwed up. It was a little confusing and taking people to the wrong spots. So I did clean that up real quick. You said help support the show. Best way to help support the show or an amazing way to help support the show is to become a real DGC member. It's a $10 a month membership. You know, like it's pr- primarily it supports the show, but we do throw some additional benefits y'all's way. Uh, 30% off Real Growers Recharge is, is one of those benefits. There's all sorts of coupon codes that we're throwing up. And, uh, um, yeah, and, and oh, and the members area too, which is kind of cool. But so I did that, and I also did something. Man, there was a couple companies, a couple dispensaries, things like that that wanted to get involved. A seed bank, so I made something. I made like a man. If you just want a link, you know, you want to throw a link up and and get yourself a company page over dudesgrows dot com. You know, whatever seed bank or whatever, um, you can do that. It's, I, I made it's uh, forty bucks a month for a commercial sponsorship. And then if you want to get really involved, man, going over, there's a, a commercial producer level where you can get really involved in as long as your product's legit, you know, and it's something we believe in and or feel good about introducing, uh, we'll introduce you to the crew, man. But that's how, that's how we're going to bring this to the next level. I really think that uh, DudeGrows.com and the Dude Grow Show is going somewhere enough that I'm putting the best energies of my day into it and pretty excited to see what comes out of it, man. So hope you all support us, Sweet. man. We got the ganja fanja, the ganja fanja, the ganja father chiming in here, um, and wanted to ask about uh, getting into the industry. We've covered this on a few shows, but I thought we'd give a shout out. Ganja father also is a, a irrigation specialist. knows a lot about different types of irrigation. If anybody wants to chime in, you can you can find them on the show notes here. Just go to the post um, watering or sorry uh, irrigation specialist, and you'll see it there. In the show notes, episode two, three, and nine. Irrigation specialist, man. Yeah, I want to know about low-pressure fog heads, man. (laughs) I do not. He says, in my state, though, the only legal growing is done in-house at my state's only dispensary and limited to 150 plants for around 800 patients. Bummer, right? He says, my aim is to somehow get hired there. I have a pretty solid resume as far as attendance and work performance and have all the agricultural and ground maintenance type jobs for the last few years. But what I wanted to know was how you sell yourself to a prospective cannabis employer. What skills are the most important to mention? Is it better to sound experienced or to sound less experienced and eager to learn? Any light you guys could shed would be awesome. Um, And on a side note, amazing thing you guys are doing here. I appreciate it, man. What used to be only whispered about can now be discussed openly. In the last year, I've increased my knowledge skill level tenfold sweet he says thanks to the show and the dgc so appreciate that ganja father yeah awesome um yes he attached a pick of his last round here bc god bud all right uh i would say man if you we we talked with uh eric yeah a bit about it and he ran into a few different things but what i took away from that conversation because he kind of came out here wanting to kick ass and pretty much started to get right on board with the herbal cure Unfortunately, you might you're gonna you're gonna have a little bit of more of a challenge, possibly because of you have the state's only dispensary. You said, but it sounded like when you're going into these places, they're more concerned about like with your your work ethic, um, and, and you know how not not they don't want people coming in. You don't want to go in there and tell them you're an irrigation specialist. 
I uh, yeah, you might want to I mean, do that. You want to tell them that you're a grow master or you're the grow specialist. And yeah, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. Like maybe a specialist. They might say that actually might go in your favor because they might say, "Hey, you know what, man? Um, this this guy actually might know about some things in in the warehouse that." I don't even know exist, you know, pressure regulators, things for keeping the, you know, and maybe be, just, uh, be helpful. If you're an irrigation specialist, but like, you know what I mean? I bet I could come in immediately, you know, maybe, uh, I, I do have a cool technique for anti-siphoning, a really cheap anti-siphon valve that I make on, on all the, uh, on all the reservoirs that can really help. Or I've got this super cheap way check out this grow hack I got to make a filter for your, you know, for your drip lines, you know, something like that where you're proving your value. Yeah, yeah. I just just not saying like you're the, like you said the best at at everything. And you're saying he asked what skills are most important to mention. I mean, I start off with I would probably start off with saying you know your work ethic as well as the fact that you do have a green thumb and you're eager to learn. You know you know there's a lot of ways to grow these plants. Um, if you do have experience doing it, I guess you could you know it's weird mentioning your your, your illegal experience in the prohibition state. Yeah, right? I would pull it's like you're admitting to the- breaking the law and you're interview <laughs> i know that's what i'm saying i would pull all the like instagram you know half gram dab instagram posts off maybe clean up your social media first they will look at <laughs> but, that shit uh, though, man no joke oh of course i mean there's i mean the first thing in this modern age you can if you want to find something out about somebody google of course their name their phone number and their email if you have those bits of information and start there but i heard but, you have uh, to i heard you have to accept if an employer you'll go to for a job and an employer will request to be a friend on facebook and you'll have to accept them if you you know if you want the job and then they get to see what you're doing yeah. that's crazy right it is i got it's very rare in this day and age here in colorado that i do have another email for business where if it's you know if I'm t- if somebody wants to know my email and I go oh, it's just dude grows at Gmail I immediately know they they have the option of course to f- <laughs> know everything about what I got going on in this realm of my life right but right and it's usually not an issue at all um, and if it is it's like you know we've all discussed typically it's, it's like fuck that you know if they're gonna have a problem with it. I don't really need them around me. Yeah, so. and I will say to everybody else in in other states, man, it seems like there is somewhat of a pass that we get for living in Colorado, man. I can talk to my stiff-ass father-in-law, who I love. He's a really nice guy, but he's stiff, you know? And he came, you know, when he came out here, he goes, oh, I don't give a shit that you're doing it now. It's not against the law. Still, I just give a shit about it against the law. I don't give a shit what you're doing. No. I was like, wow. Yeah. Interesting. It is. It is. Well, thanks, Ganja Father. I mean, uh, hopefully, fill us in, man. That's that's like I said, it'd be awesome. Keep be persistent, of course, as well with this dispensary, you know. And hopefully, at wide, you know, the laws open up, and there's gonna be more options and more places for you to work and for you to, you know, grow your own. Hopefully, and and have that going on. That's one thing that's that's nice to, you know, if you have it is if you've grown anything, a one lighter, it. Uh, whatever a, cl- a cabinet grow anything's better than nothing if you plan on getting in this industry as a grower just so you start to you know tr- get a relationship going with the plant so yeah but don't walk in there talking about your la confidential chem dog for alien og cross that ain't a way to start man. <laughs> the best the best way to start is to uh walk in there and just talk about how you know maybe first off i think eric had said this who works for a place in illinois <clears throat> that you don't uh 
you don't want to go in there and be threatening to the head grower. If the head grower sees you as coming in and, and ch- changing things, I remember the first job I ever had. I was like 15 years old. It was like a boat company. And I was wrapping up this dude's extension cords. And I wrapped him up around my elbow. And he just looked at me and he goes, hey. He goes, dude, don't wrap him like that. Wrap him like this. If you can't wrap him the right way, don't touch my shit. You know? And I was like, okay. And it was kind of one of those things where if I didn't wrap, if I went wrapped around my elbow one more time, man, I was out of that fucking department, man, or maybe, maybe out of a job. So, I mean, that's kind of what you got to show is that you're, that you're a good listener, man, that you're not going to come in there and fuck up his system. So that, that's what (laughs) you just reminded me when you said, don't touch my shit. Um, it's like, I'm turning my, uh, my 11 year old, 11 and a half year old boys at the age or, you know, before his entire life, pretty sweet. And I was very calm and sounded like just a happy <laughs> father. And I'm turning into like, boy, if you touch my shit, like just it's just starting to change, man. And I'm oh. like, I listen to myself and it's like, dude, I, I just sound like an angry old man. OK, do not do this to me. Right. But anyway, Pookie anyway. Bear, please don't touch my stuff. It hurts my Seriously. feelings. Yeah, just meant sometimes it makes me understand why I'm not going to say beating children is is, is okay, <laughs> but why I did when I was a kid, why I've, I've, I've utilized the grab the ear method. Dude, this is the eighth time I told you this. I am going to go insane. I have no other way to think about how to get you to control. Maybe I could get like a uh, airsoft gun. Is that abuse? Or yes. Oh, this is abuse, half, man. I'm editing all this out anyway, taser. so it doesn't matter, man. But um, oh, you can grab a kid's ear. Come on now, virtually, man. All right, like on Facebook, you can Jeez. send that emoticon to him. Okay, and that means you're upset. But, yeah, it means I'm about to. Yeah, I'm anyway. about to, man. I like that. Right, I want to make so, the I'm about to emoticon and send it to my kid, man. Oh, uh, we have another one in here from. Uh, this is from Frosty Frosty McNuggets. Frosty McNuggets chiming in and wanting to know. And we talked Monday on Monday show a little bit about Kieran and Dryan. He's asking, but he has a couple questions, um, and he uh, wanted to talk about a connoisseur cure. So it's the song I wrote about Kieran and Dryan. It's called Kieran and Dryan. Okay, <laughs> that, that reminds me of a commentation I've heard on a mountain bike race. The you know the the fastest rider down will definitely win. All right, yeah, so right. this is what's going on, man. Aren't I allowed to just hang out, get stoned today, man? <laughs> you all said that part of what really set the winners apart at the DGC Cup was the quality of the cure they they, uh, they all had. So I've also true. heard growers in the can um, on a cannabis cup expert panel say that curing properly is just as important as growing properly in terms of achieving good end results. While everyone agrees about how important drying and curing are, we don't seem to talk about them in detail um, very much past dry it out as slowly as you can. Then put it in a jar, burp it, and seal it. Well, that's all you need to know, man. All right, next question. You know, man, uh-huh. let's let's have a five minute conversation about it. I thought we just recently did, but let's do it. Let's do it. We did. I'll I'll moderate so we don't we don't. Sure. Uh, all right. Duplicate so too much from Monday stuff. The the idea behind drying is. Uh, please allow me to start. Yeah, go ahead. The idea behind drying is <clears throat> you want to get it to where it's not crispy dry. You want to get most of the moisture out, but the curing is getting the last little bit of moisture out. I don't have a moisture meter. I, I don't know what percentage it is. <coughs> Sorry, but 
it's when you when the stems snap and they're you know they actually snap and you know they're crispy it's too dry there's no moisture left to leave the plant but when the stems are they're not snapping but it seems like the the plant seems dry drier in the outside um what you do is you take it and you put it in a bag for a couple hours you know, just a little bag, and you see if it moistens up. You'll see that the, the, the weed will moisten up significantly. It'll draw the moisture out of the center of the bud. So you just kind of wait. You're trying to wait so when you can barely smoke this in a joint to where it's like the joint where the ash is black and it won't stay lit and kind of gives you a headache from, from, you know, sucking so hard trying to keep it lit, but it'll just barely stay lit in a joint. At that point, it's time to, to put it in jars or put it in something where you can tr- control the amount of air. And then what the cure, then you're going to start your curing process. The curing process, the curing process, you're slowly releasing that last little bit of moisture out. You're letting it stay in there for a long period of time. And when there's a little bit of moisture left in the bud, uh, it allows metabolic actions to happen. I don't know if that's the right word, but there's, there's microbial actions. There's things happening on a, on a, a cellular level. And if there's no uh, moisture in there, they can't happen. If there's a little bit of moisture left in there, they can slowly happen and that THC can slowly change into you know, whatever, from a THC 1 to a THC 6. or I, I read this in Cannabis Alchemy 25 years ago and then it's, you know, while smoking hash, man, so you have to pardon me. But um, anyway, man, that's the idea behind it. Um, what do you think, dude? Um, I think I would give, uh, there's two comments on this. I agree with what you're saying. He was asking about um, d- doing wet or dry trim. I will refer you to Monday show, episode 238, to listen to that discussion. A very easy um, answer is better quality comes from leaving the plant the fuck alone so you don't disturb the trichome heads. Let, your tri- let everything dry. You'll find out that everything just kind of naturally curls over, and it makes it very simple. So you barely even have to touch the plant. You can just touch the... What is that thing called? The petiole, the, basically the stem, and you can just go with a, you know, a little frisker scissors at the bottom of the stem and pow, 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 and you can very easily dry a bud without ever touching it with human hands. So, uh, did I say dry? I meant to say trim a bud without ever touching it with human <laughs> hands. So, I like dry trimming. Well, and yeah, his main, and I, I just was reading through um, for Mr. Frosty, what you, it sounds like you got this down with your parameters, how you're drying. He asked about. Do you worry more about bud rot when you have, you know, bigger buds? It goes, you know, what, when are they too big and when are you encouraging mold and bud rot? It says, do you worry more about bud rot while the plant is still growing or while it's drying and curing? So uh, he goes, it's not an issue I've ever run into. Size of your arm, size of your fist. Those buds are super exciting to grow. And those are the ones that are going to get that, that can get bud rot. So those that big yeah, as far ton as- of internal surface. So you got to worry about that. I think I've only had it once. And if you're in the outdoor, you're more prone because I believe the, the, the actual pathogen or whatever you want, spore that causes it and shit's more, more likely to get in your flowers. In the indoor garden, if you have your humidity in check, you have your airflow good, your plants pruned thin properly, um, and everything's pretty you know, environmentally happening, it's not super likely. Uh, after trimming, he said, what about bud rot you know, while you're drying and curing? The only time I've ever had, I wouldn't even call it bud rot, is when if you seal up um, cannabis too tight in a bag that is still too wet 
and you don't open it. One time I did this one on a five-day vacation, came back, had a quarter pound that got a little moldy. And that that's not bud rot, though. That's just due to the fact that I left it in there too long without burping it too right, wet. Right, um, I, I, You know, I don't think bud rot's going to come around after you, you take down unless, like, it's already present in your garden. Um, you just probably and, didn't yeah, see it, you know what I mean? You probably just didn't see it. It's hard to see until you start taking those buds apart. But, um, yeah. I, I, well, I yeah, and that's the mold the I had was, was on the exterior of the flower. I could tell it was because the flowers were pressed together too hard and just by, Yeah, by and bud rot will be on the interior. Moist. It's where, like, when you go to cut them apart, you know, you, even when they grow. Oh, yeah, grow it's horrible. Yeah. It still looks good from the outside. Yeah, and, and then you're like, hey, you know what, man? This is an 18-gram bud right here. I better cut it apart because nobody's going to want, you know, I don't want to carry around 18 grams at once. And you start, you know you find in that each one's like a three, you know, two gram or a three gram node or something like that. And you, boom, you cut it, cut it off. And then you'll see in between, you're like, holy shit, what is that? I mean, it's super white. It's very obvious. It sucks. Yeah. Um, WV kind chimed in here and, you know, he likes to, and I totally agree with this. Um, if you can, I mean, if it's harvest time and you want to go in there and cut your whole plant down from, you know, a nice set of pruners at the base and just hang that whole thing up. That's what I do. That's going to be, that's going to give you, you know, maybe it's too big. You got to cut it in two pieces. Your call or not, if you want to remove the fan leaves, I usually do. You don't have to. In fact, I think next time I'm not going to because it's so dry here. Um, I think not they even fuck a big with issue, the flavor, man. man. There's tons of chlorophyll in those fan leaves, and I might be totally, totally wrong. This sounds like voodoo. I don't know how you know how easily transported chlorophyll is, but the idea is to get those off, you know, because they're so loaded with chlorophyll. You know, this is like Undershade says he likes to wait about 48 hours, and then he starts trimming the fan leaves off. And then after that, he gets to his point, um, his sugar leaf. One point with this is I've been stressed out before, as any grower has, um, to, you know, when you're like, shit, man, uh, if you've grown for a while, you've had that harvest, the timing wasn't right, it was before you're going out of town, <laughs> it was just before you had a lot of shit going on, or you just, you know, it wasn't going to work out for you to sit there and trim a whole crop. So what you do is, you, like we just said, you cut all those bitches down whole and hang it up. That's going to give you at least typically wherever you're at seven days and other more humid environments a couple weeks um or you know like i said one if you if you have them dry but you don't have time to do the final trim just cut all you know leave all the butt on stem cut it into just chunks that are about a foot long and throw it all in turkey bags or whatever container you have just have it sealed airtight and it'll start doing its cure right on stem not a big deal yep yep decent sized rubbermaid containers work and Garbage cans work really good, Dude, too. I hate the way those, not all of them just smell right. If you're going to do plastic containers, yep. just make sure it doesn't have that China plastic smell. Well, please. yeah, if you can, don't get brand new ones. If you, I mean, I guess, you know, at some point you got to get new ones, but as they age and cure, they get rid of that smell. You might want to let them age and cure, whatever. <laughs> you got shit. I got to let my buckets cure before I cure my weed in my buckets, man. Damn, life is complex, man. But you know what I mean? Try to get the smell out of those things because, yeah, it's, it's true, man. But um, I'm just saying, if you got something big going on, I know people that are, you know, there's a guy I know that harvested, like, I think he said 800 pounds, and he might have been lying to me. Talked to guys yesterday that told me they were expecting two tons. It was the first guys yesterday that actually told me that about the the harvest in tons that they were expecting. That was eye opening, man. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, if that's the case, I mean, yeah, you, you know, what is a thirty gallon garbage can? You know, I wouldn't just yeah, load that with off the stem weed, 
but shit, it might not be the worst idea to throw your, you know, a few branches in there strategically. Yeah. Go get yourself some food grade five gallon buckets. I'm looking at them on Amazon right now. Something like that. If you need to, whatever, just don't have the plastic stank. All right. Dude, you shouldn't right. need to buy food grade plastic buckets from Amazon. There's got everything. Like they come, like mayonnaise comes in there and pickles, and you know I would just go get them from a place that serves food, which is like, even if you're like in nowhere, you know Wyoming, man, they still serve food. Yeah, they're they still have why, food why you want why you five want my gallon five gallon bucket, man? Everybody, once you're done with the five gallon for another purpose, it, it's already in line for another purpose. If you ain't reusing, it's true. Five gallons it's for true. something. People don't really throw <laughs> Typically, them out. it's. <laughs> All right, we have, uh, of course, a little bit of uh, a little bit of grow talk, man. I got one grow talk in here, some irrigation, you irrigation sneaky questions. Dude. All right, let's see here. We have, hey, dude and Scotty, heard of your show crew for the, uh, a few months ago. Um, shout out to Grow Mao. All right, so. I've been an avid listener, and ever since, quickly finishing all 237 episodes. Minus right. Twix. Hey, come on, man. That's fair enough. I don't care if you don't listen to the news. I don't care if you don't listen to this show. But you better listen to Grow Talk. Yeah, definitely, man. Definitely. Hmm. Yes, sir. I thought you were going to say something. You caught me in a mid-sip of my mate guac-type drink here. Now I feel like somebody should take a nickel every time I interrupt you. You know what I mean? I'm like, no, nah, man. So sometimes I just decide to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Well, this is uh, this is your pro your program has made my working life so much more bearable and my garden that much healthier. Sweet. Um, he was going to run a sterile flood and drain bucket system using hydrogen before I started listening. Thanks to your advice, I am now running pure cocoa drain to waste, full house and garden line, but we'll be swapping for canna soon. Fish and kelp, Arizotonic, and uh, great white, which you said will be swapping for recharge. And as Scotty was talking LED talk earlier, I never encouraged people to you know. Oh, you have great white? Throw that shit out. Like, you know, if you use what you have, of course, and that's another, which I forgot to mention in your your um, analogies about if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I have one right now. I, start, I used to have three 600-watt digital ballasts. I'm down to one. They've done their service, and when this one dies, that's when I'll consider maybe a 315. It is not, you know, smart to just throw out good equipment with all the equipment options out there. So, right. anyway. uh. So he goes in week, he's in week two of flower now on his very first grow, four by six by seven flowering area in a slightly larger room with six plants vegged for six weeks. Nice. Five gal pots. Perfect. Um, he's got another veg area. No CO2, he says. Constant air exchange and negative pressure. Negative pressure is when you're pushing out, right? Negative pressure yeah, means it's, pull. it's pulling in. So, uh, oh, okay. yeah, like there's, yeah, it's, it's pulling in and exhausting. So he's got an exhaust fan. And so it means that if you were to be outside his room and put a piece of paper up against the door, the paper would suck in. And he's running LEDs. He gave that shout out to uh, Grow Mouse. So this is probably a home, a 200 watt LED, four times. Yeah, he, that's the same three. shit that I'm running. The CXB 3590s, <laughs> okay. 3500 gotcha. Kelvin, uh, bra. OCD oh, bin. Nice, nice binning, bra. So here's his question. He's finding uh, correct hand watering. And sorry, I don't have the damn name on this. Um, uh, otherwise, I'd be giving a shout-out here. I'm finding the correct hand-watering to be more difficult than I thought. 
as different plants transpire at different rates within grow room, needing different watering schedules. So this can happen, guys, for all kinds of reasons. Some plants are more aggressive than others. Maybe you got a couple runts near mix. You have a cut that wasn't as strong as the other. Uh, a lot of different variables. Uh, he said he believes this may uh, be a problem Scotty had with hand watering drained to waste, thus his move to hempy buckets. Yes. Should I preserve with, or should I persevere with hand watering? Set up a drip system or make some hempy buckets. I have about a dozen five-gallon buckets I could use. So we'll update the progress of my garden and take some pictures of my LEDs. I mean, typically, I'm watering almost all my plants at the same time. They're not always at that point. Sometimes there's one that doesn't need as much. But if you're in straight cocoa, it's still really hard to overwater the one that doesn't, you know, right. that you're watering anyway. Right. If I take note that the fifth plant in my, my bloom room stays a little bit heavier maybe because it's by the ac i just simply don't pour as much in as the other ones or that one's the one that typically will run off quicker um can be a pain in the ass though i mean i feel you if you can make a drip system you can also i'm for that yeah when you make your drip system make it with multiple drippers so that way if you got one that drinks a little bit less you just put one less dripper on there you know so if, if you've got a drip system that each one has three drippers and it runs for a minute you know, and it just gets it going. Um, you you can just maybe have one, you know, one with four drippers and the others with three drippers or one, you know, all of them with four drippers and one with three drippers. Or And then you can just take some of these drippers. It's just this poly line. You can take it and pinch it. And basically you take like a little zip tie and just pinch it closed with the zip tie. And then so you can kind of modify it that way. If you don't want one plant to drink, uh, you just close it off with a couple zip ties. You know, so it's really easy. Dude, remind me or somebody remind me to make one of these videos. It would take me all of about 20 minutes to show everybody what I'm talking about. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I know a couple of tricks with, with making really easy uh, drip drip systems. And, man, it costs you 50 bucks at the most, whatever a pump costs. And <laughs> Dude, this is uh, from Albie Mangles. Albie OG Mangles. Dude, Albie OG Mangles gets mad, he has a picture mad here of, respect, uh, man. I knew you were going to see this. I almost emailed this to you last night when I saw this, man. It's the uh, the, the DVD or you know VHS, VHS cover of World Safari 2. It has like an elephant charging at you and Albie Mangles standing there and then some hot-ass chick in a bikini. All right. Albie OG, if you have these uh, videos, I think I could catch some of them on YouTube. Shoot them over, man. I haven't watched, I've been wanting to watch Albie Mangles World Safaris in a while with my 11-year-old just to inspire my own getting out and seeing this world and doing some shit. So shout out to Albie OG Mangles and Albie Mangles, both of them. Dude, you know, yeah, for about 10 seconds I was like, holy shit. It's really Albie Mangles, man. Albie Mangles smokes weed, man, and he's a fan of the Duke <laughs> Gross show. And then, but it, but you uh, know, even he was two weeks. Albie of, Mangles doesn't. Albie, the real Albie Mangles doesn't make as as good of memes as Albie OG Mangles does, man. I, by the <laughs> way, I just gave him man fucking thirty five hundred nugs, man, for the amazing memes. I, I had him win this week's meme contest because he cracked me the fuck up. So he wins the twenty five hundred nugs, and I gave him another thousand. Is that yeah, thousand nugs, man, for uh, uh, what's it called, man, for. Uh, these all the different prolific memes that he's made, man. He's made a bunch that are freaking amazing, man. So I guess I jumped ship, but dude, unbelievable. <laughs> well, hold on. I wanted to say one more thing. All right, in that, sorry, that, bro. That post from his. You did mention you're two weeks into bloom, 
So don't be switching in, you know, don't be transplanting or trying to go to a hempy bucky, bucky, hempy bucky, I'm renaming that shit, uh, system. Don't, don't disturb them right now, man. Go through this grow and finish what you got going on. Um, some plants can handle it depending on how healthy they are and how, how gentle you are. But two, two weeks into bloom, I would not want to be transplanting anything out of a container or changing up what you're doing. Might really, you might really, uh, stall it for a minute or just confuse the plant i don't know it's it's at a transition time so i wouldn't screw with it yeah yeah but i'll say man that building the right you know i don't know i I don't even have to build the right soil man or i guess i i do man i wouldn't say that these hempy buckets will work for every single plant there's some plants that probably won't like it man but the one for so far every plant that i've played with really digs it uh they the cocoa stays dry enough and wicks well enough to where, uh, you know, it just holds enough air, man, and the plants really have an aggressive growth rate, man. So, man, these, these things really work well. I, w- I would definitely, I know it's it's counterintuitive. It doesn't make a lot of sense to hempy buckets. You should have seen how exhausted when I looked in the uh, in the old forums when I was first learning about these hempy buckets. There really was a guy called Hempy, and he was exhausted from arguing with scholarly people telling him that this shit wouldn't work, <laughs> you know? And it just works, man. So, you know, I, yeah. I would definitely give it a try. It's uh, something you should try anyway. Might be good for a cool, mother cool. plant or something. But between either hempy buckets or a simple drip system, man, I don't know. There's no reason not to go away for the weekend, man. <laughs> That's why I'm going to be switching up a little bit. Uh, before we go to a break, we still have what kind of weed we smoke in. Uh, Scotty again will give out and uh, uh, nugs for memes to, uh, to Albie Mangles, and we got a quick uh, quick mini discussion on the memes, which are funny as shit. You guys should go over to dogrows dot com, click on the memes tab there, submit your own, um, and we are going to be officially announcing the meme contest for this week, and try and get that in a consistent type of form, but. For now, we're going to kick it to break. Uh, go over to dudegrows.com and participate, hang out, and get involved, man. And if you can't, for whatever reason, uh, don't say it enough, man. Get involved with your state, man. If you know what's going on in your state and what's happening and seeing what you can do to uh, be able to grow your own shit without losing sleep at night, that's for sure. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Now is the time, brother. All right. We'll be right back, guys. <laughs> I grew my sour tea behind the shadow side the neighbor's yard I grew that shit straight up with shotgun chills of recharge I'm rolling up at least 16 pounds of dank again If weed is money then I'm rich I don't care Just grow that shit and we don't care Recharge it and give your neighbors their share Yo, why don't you go get that good shit? You know, that shit that your brother gave you. That good shit. Yeah, that's the shit.
gave you <laughs> something one of my new brothers gave me man i was hanging out uh hang we we're hanging out yesterday with, with the pound house boys man with mike and um uh mike and levi so uh yeah man they, they had some of that goro one of their favorites was uh, goro is i'm finding it from best coast genetics and they say it's zeta sage by wonk star and you know i actually it's funny i did have okay. hang on it's right here when I was making fun of of crazy crosses before, I do have I have everlasting grape stomper, which is uh, best coast genetics, and Wonk Stars LA Ultra by Kim Four Alien OG, bra. So it's uh, that's some of the lineage of it, but it's a uh, I, I found and check this out, man, the OG Kush Florida Cut by Sage, man. I like that, man. I like I like that it's got a little oh. Florida cut lineage in there, man. But anyway, it's it's called it's called Goro and uh pretty it's just a, a really good high, man. That's what I think we were smoking, uh and it was just real it's what we were smoking yesterday. But what I found really interesting about it is when we went and looked at it growing, one of the phenos we we were talking about, you know, genetic anomalies and uh uh mutations on i think it was uh monday's grow talk man they had one of the phenos i mean each seed is you know a you know a chance that you know it's a different set of genetics going up so even though it's the same crosses you know it's still like the you know, same mom and pop but it's uh, the kid's gonna look a little different each time so this one came yeah this one came out man and it would flower right as a you know just right off the bat man the thing was would go into flowering it was weird, man. It was really weird. And it would, uh, yeah, so these guys had clones of this stuff. I took some pictures. I'll throw them up on Instagram. I'll maybe even see if we can make a post about this thing. And, I mean, they had five, I think they had five different phenos of it or at least five different uh, females growing up. And they had a, a indica pheno, a sativa pheno, and then this wacko one, man. And, dude, it grew dank bud, though. I would have thought to myself, you know, it's kind of... You know, if it's not going to grow strong and vegetative, how is it going to go strong and flowering? But man, this yeah, thing was I crazy, agree. man. It, it, we smoked it, right? That was the Goro Three that we were really digging on, really dank weed. So, yeah, uh, it was just really interesting to see how the cannabis mutates, man. And uh, just you know, just, I know it happens with bamboo the same way, and we get all these really cool bamboos out of it. So, I don't know why I should be surprised that it happens with cannabis. Yeah, it's just uh, yeah, it was surprising. It was surprising to see. So uh, yeah, it was kind of shocking I, to see. It was like went against everything. It just didn't make any sense to see. You know, plant, it looked like somebody cloned buds. You know, like budding plants. 
Yeah, and you said you you did you did or didn't put those up on Instagram? I don't think I put everything up on Instagram. Man, it's so takes so much time to do that. If you want to do a good job and tag people properly and shit, and I'm sitting there, I'm like, dude, do I want to be hanging out with these guys? Do I want to be in the moment or do I want to be freaking in my phone? And so I just got, dude, I got <laughs> so much crap locked up in that phone, man. You know, not crap. I shouldn't say that. Really interesting content, man. Really good pictures, videos, you know, grows that I visited. I'm kind of letting them age, you know, kind of for all parties to, <laughs> you know, for what do they call that? The uh, statute of limitations, man. No, you know what I mean? So and when I show when I show pictures of somebody's grow, everything in there is long fucking gone. But, um. Yeah, then I'm going to post it up on the members section, and I'll have uh, the pothead assistant, Anthony, post them up on, on Instagram and social media and all that stuff, and that's about it, man. Hey, now, what I'm smoking, <laughs> as you get into your Instagram talk. No, no, uh, no we, I'm, I in, I'm out, man. I'm out. I want to, I want to go into weed we have... talk, man. What you smoking, man? What you high on, man? I don't know. I'm debating. Undershade had some golden goat, I believe, in the cup, and we had a few samples left. I just found I was going through. The, I had two boxes of, uh, like, the badges and uh, some of the merchandise and everything else that I took back from the cup. And I'm like, shit, I forgot I grabbed a couple samples. And it this stuff smells really good. But when I smoked it, it was like this almost reminds me of like smoking a, I don't know, like a tan, tan like a tangy or something. So I'm wondering if just in how the night went. I was like, oh yeah, that was uh that's definitely under shades of golden goat, but I ended up grabbing something else. Um but God I sorry I'm just breaking to smell it out of the bag. <laughs> when can we have uh, just the yeah, where everybody gets to smell what I'm smelling coming through the speakers that they're listening in, man. Yeah, um, I don't know about that, man. I'll be the last guy that gets that. The smell <laughs> I don't even know what it'd be called. <laughs> smell a vision. <laughs> No, that'd be that'd be vision. We just need it through audio. Smell o small smell audio. I don't know. Anyway, um, so hey, I'm smoking the Golden Goat from Undershade, and definitely appreciate it. Uh, good good shit. I can't tell you it's putting me. I don't know. I'm liking it. I did I did Google goggles when I was trying to Google, <laughs> Google so it affected me there. I'm gonna pack another one of it here while we move on a little bit and get into. Uh, which I know I don't give the best strain reviews, guys, all the time. I mean, it's something that, uh, I don't know, I'm not awesome at, man. Some people, that's their whole, like I saw this guy on Vice TV, that was his career, was to travel around the world and do strain reviews for companies, for dispensaries, for magazines. like. And he would give the most in-depth, like, cool shit. And it's like, okay, I guess i got to watch some more of that and get uh, get a little bit more pro. It's like Sizzle sells, sewer, homie. Sizzle sells, but... I say this all the time. Please True. don't turn cannabis into wine. You know what I mean? If I got to get, if I go to get a, re- a really great strain, and it comes with some asshole talking to me for twenty minutes about, you know, he's transported to, uh, you know, offshore, or he smells the scent of spices, and uh, you know, he's got orange sandalwood, zest. man, San- yeah. sandalwood. You know, if somebody has right. got to tell me how it makes, it's going to make you want to go get a remote control car and just run it around, man. You know. <laughs> I love that. That is a good review. Good um, review, man. All right, so let's get into before we talk about what's going on in our grows. We already you already gave away LBOG man. Yeah, let's talk about some memes really quick, man. Just because uh, it's my favorite part of the dudegrows dot com, man. I love it, man. So uh, yeah, but you got to know the the meme rule, okay? I made the meme po- podcast uh-huh. what rule, do you got? which is. 
if you're gonna, if me and you are gonna go over the memes right now on DudeGrows.com and scroll down the page and spend three to four minutes talking about pictures, that's three or four minutes of these people's lives that they can't get back, bro. I don't know. It's okay. We just gotta be careful with it, man. When you're talking about visual shit to a degree on a podcast, I think you're you're walking the fine line because it's kind of unentertaining that people can't, you know. How many people are driving right now and listening or at work listening or, you know, they're not going to. And I'm not nothing against the memes, but, yeah, there are some funny ass fucking every time I go over there, like you say, I agree. I crack up quite a bit. And that's the good thing about man, it. Man, I've been practicing a, a video show, man. I might have to give it a whirl, man. Wake and bake America. Cool. Give it a whirl. Yeah. Well, yeah. Me, uh, me, what me and my you... buddy have been practicing a little bit. So maybe I'll, maybe I'll, I'll throw a couple episodes on the member section, man. I can get some critique from some friendly folk, man. Uh, yo, so any... did you uh, have a favorite meme here? I, just, I, I do. Yeah. I mean, Al, Al OG mangles just he wins because he's just got I don't I'm just seeing these three right here, man. Um, it's talking about first off the orb three and it says get her one for Mother's Day. And it's a, you know, a, a mom in an Oakland A's hat. You know, it looks like it could be a grandma um, holding her source source vapes <laughs> that she just opened for Mother's Day. Um, that is fucking funny, man. And I'm gonna bet you. What's the over under, dude? Come on, let's bet. The DGC will chime in, man. I bet there's at least three DGC. Now, I'm not saying they're gonna, but that could give their mother a source vapes, man. What do you think? More or less? <laughs> uh, you said at least three. It's three is the over under. You went over or under? You think there's more than I three? More than three? Three people that are going to chime in and say, "Hell yeah, my mom would totally dig a source vapes from me, man." No, I wouldn't. Go, I'll, I'll go with you on that. I yeah, think so, I mean, man. Three, three grandmas that would take it. <laughs> I, th- I think so. Hell yeah. But anyway, man, dude, it's just, uh, dude, <laughs> he's just got some Mother's Day memes up, man. Listen, Mom, it sells for 4000 a pound. <laughs> it's a grandma in front of a grow room. You remember when I said that to my mom? Uh, whatever. Anyway, man, I guess these are a little inside, but, like, how did he know this one? John Mayer caught stealing Boost, and it's a way to grow Colorado Springs video footage, man. That's inside <laughs> shit right there, man. Yeah, I'm going to go send that over to uh, Right, That's pretty funny. And, I mean, there's, there's Undershade, man. Undershade cracks me up, brother. He's got such a funny sense of humor, man. You know, it's it's uh, the Marshall over there in North Korea. How'd you get Bud that big? Lee Charge. All right, maybe that's racialist, man, but made me laugh. God damn it. Well, for what we're trying to do now, every Wednesday we should be announcing the meme contest or if we have another type of contest. We'd never officially announced giving out the transport, um, and it was the 250 mil four pack, which is a good size from Optic Foliar, the transport ATAC Watts Rev, I believe, if I'm spinning it off the tip of my tongue right. Right. And how it's going to work is you still can go over to dudegrows.com, preferably put your meme up, and we will be going through and putting them over. The votes will count both ways. They're going to be on Dude Grows Instagram. If you want to vote over there, because it's a lot easier for you guys probably to take that, I believe, if I understand Instagram right, and share it with your Instagram network. Um, and then so we will con- take into consideration um, votes on Instagram as well as on DudeGrows.com. And as long as we have thought this out without creating too much work for ourselves, it should work out okay. But I want to try it this week, Yeah, right? That's the plan. Yeah, but with Instagram, I, I 
we have to be able to count our own votes. You know, the, 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 what is the likes on our own account. So just reshare it. Isn't that how you would do that? Because I don't want to have to go start looking at every instance and every pro- everybody. No, every no, it's only the likes on, on your yeah, post. Grows Instagram. Got it. Okay, that makes sense, man. That makes sense. Yeah, these are awesome. So, and I think there's already some in here. Um, if yeah, if I'll look through these, it's not that hard for we'll us start to, to go through. Guys, this is a uh, an evolution, man. We're trying to learn about social media. I just kind of. As I'm communicating with everybody, I mean, Google Plus was my first real exposure other than Facebook to social media. And now with, with you know, Instagram and seeing some of the stuff that, you know, that Moby Dill posts or some of the things, uh, you know, Kilowatt and I hang out and he sends me some interesting things. It's like, wow, there really is value in, in participating. So we're giving it a shot, man. But I'm old, man. You got you to gotta give me some, some slack. Man. <laughs> so... Uh... That's the official start for the uh, Optic Folio uh, meme let's, giveaway. Let's do it, man. Let's uh, do it. And we've got a couple, man. We've got a couple of those packs. So everybody participate. The, we're going to be slinging. I believe that <laughs> my 97 Subaru right now is weighed down. It's a low rider with Optic Folio, man. So we got some good uh, Optic Folio that uh, I just picked up. So, yeah, participate. Let's make Dinesh smile. Let's make him happy that he hooked the crew up. And we're going to be hooking folks up, man. So let's do it. Hell yeah. All right. Hey, shout so, out to Veg Scrog Bloom. He does some great shit, too. He's got the Badger 5 garbage disposal for when shit's got to go. Ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> yes! Speaking of giveaways, I think we got... There was a person, um, if you guys are listening, I thought we owed a one liter of Mammoth to, and I don't know if we got it out for placing in the uh, Cannabis Cup. Or the DGC Cup, Cannabis Cup. I don't know if Cannabis Cup's probably patented or whatever. The oh, DGC yeah. you Cup. You want to get sued, man? Uh, <laughs> so if I did forget you, I know Van Ripster just chimed in. He's like, hey, I was actually in the top 10. Um, so if we missed anybody on those prizes, Please. I think we almost got everybody sent out. Uh, just email me, dudegrows at Gmail as a reminder, and I'll be able to track down your prior email and get it straight. So Excellent, man. Yeah. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. I think we actually. Yeah, it wasn't too much of a mess where we actually lived up to our obligations, man. Got all the prizes out, and I hope everybody had a good time and everybody felt uh, everybody felt good enough to want to do it again next year, man. Because uh, if the same thing happened without too many changes, I'd even take just the only change I would want to make is the snow, man. <laughs> Maybe get rid yes, of that snow a little bit, man. It's like the only time it really would would bother me is. Uh yeah, typically I'm totally down with snow anywhere, anytime. Right. All right, so you guys, we have <clears throat> I was talking with the captain a little bit. He's going to be putting an article out here soon enough. He got his hands on a handheld UV light. I believe it's called like a handy light potentially. Nice. It's where, where he's trying to combat powdery mildew in his garden. He's going to give a good review on everything that happened. Just to give you an update, captain's still gardening, hanging out. So that'll be up soon. And uh, that being said, though, we got to talk about What's going on in our grows? I see Scott. I didn't even notice you had put UV light question mark for in your grow. Yeah, man. Um, and why you got a little PM creeping in your grow? I do. At the end, it really showed up bad at the end of flower, and I, I was lowering my humidity down a lot. Um, you know, just trying to draw as much moisture out of the plants as possible, and. Yeah, I, I just really uh, caught a lot of PM, and at the, you know, so I was using Recharge to manage it. The Recharge would work for about four days, uh, even worked in, in flowering. I was able to use it, and I would just stand back with the fogger, 
maybe four feet back and I would just do like a light mist would rain on the plants, you know? And after, you know, once I really thought that I was getting close to harvesting, you know, I was concerned, man. I was like, damn, do I, you know, I don't want to spray anything on these buds at this point, man. I'm trying to wash them. That was the whole point of turning the humidity down is washing them from the inside out. So I went from using recharge to using a little bit of silica. And then at the end, I was just using nothing, just plain water. And the water coming out of my tap is, you know, like in the high sevens. You know, it's like, uh, you know, yeah. so I was just able to use that, man. And I, and it did, it's not high enough, man. You gotta be like nine, five, you know, it kill it did kill the mildew, man. I watched it and I mean, I could see, I was like, okay, here's one where there is definitely powdery mildew spots on. It was very little. There was a couple where it was on the buds and that whole plant, I just kind of quarantined and I figured that I would, uh, you know, maybe see about making a fractal distillation out of it or something like that. Something where I'm able to really get everything out of it you know really clean that and uh yeah hey that's something we need to talk about soon that's like the new trend in extractions which if you think what fractal distillation it's called where they're actually just um they're the clear remember we saw that stuff the clear i don't know if you were with me or not but that's a, a fractal distillate i believe and it's just like they can separate everything and be like here's your thg you want that okay we'll take that layer you know here's this layer you want it Okay, we'll take that. Here's your pesticides. You want to throw those out? Okay, yeah, throw those out. You know, here's your molds and mildews <laughs> so you can really clean it. You know, here's your contaminants. Yeah, interesting. And, yeah, so so it's pretty interesting stuff, man. And now I can't remember what the fuck I was talking about before. <laughs> I'm stuck on that. Well, I mean, this is the, 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 the PM, you know. There's there's spot uh, we are visiting the grow the other day. There's, you know, little spots of PM here and there, and I'm seeing it. What was there? There's another grow we visited. Oh, um, yeah, I'm not going to. There's the right, past two right. or three grows, man. I'm not going to put names Plenty, out. but most. Um, and it's nothing against nothing against the grower. Sometimes it is something against the grower, man. You can't just keep accepting a little bit of PM. And then if and it's it's hard. I understand it's hard. you got to be on top of your practices full on and one thing and you know i don't i'm sure i'm sure you didn't do it i'm just guessing uh but you know when i when i came back uh a couple days ago after we visited a grow i was like uh and this grow i don't even think i had any problems i'm like dude i'm first i go take a shower i don't even open my room doors i mean i don't just walk in my house and go straight to the shower unless i've been in an infested grow you know i've i've walked through spider mite grows where there's like and pm where leaves and branches are brushing up against me that's where i take my clothes off outside put them in a bag and like take them to the, the washer um but don't cross you know don't cross infect or whatever you want to call it like be sterile. If you visited a grow, it takes one spore, I believe, of powdery mildew. And, you know, you want to get home after a busy day, like, shit, i got to run in and check on my grow. No, don't even open the door. Go take a shower, change your clothes, and don't get, you know, don't bring shit in with you. Because once it's there, it's definitely super hard. And do a lot of preventative shit. One thing we've been trying to get into the bugs, uh, beneficial insects, if you will, more. Uh, and I want to hear if you guys have used it out out there a bit. The um, oh man, what was the name of the? Uh, it's like a beneficial uh, uh, bacteria. I was talking about it just yesterday. It's oh, just in my brain. Brain what? Like the Met Fifty Two or the Botanigard or something? No, Serenade. it's a beneficial oh, you, can, you can yeah, Actinovate. There we go. If, if you guys have used Actinovate out there, I've used it. Um, it's not. I don't believe it's a product for when you have a full problem. But if you want to spray that all the time throughout your whole grow. 
I don't think you're going to see any negative effects on your leaves, your flowers. Um, and it's just going to outcompete. You know, it's a specific form of bacteria that's going to outcompete if your PM becomes present. Don't forget in the show we talk about silica. I water in silica a lot, and this gets into what's going on in my grow. Actually, every watering, unless I'm doing a recharge watering. Uh, I, I In this grow, I've been drenching with Azimax like every fourth water we'll say once every two weeks or something i'll do some azimax and drench it into the soil um now i've heard that has a negative effect on your 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 beneficial bacteria and your your uh rhizosphere if you will with everything going on with your microorganisms so then it's i'm not worried i just re-inoculate the azimax is systemic so this actually we've all done it this gardening round i i've been i'm not going to say lazy but i haven't pulled my plants completely out of the bloom room like i usually do Give them a prune, and then after that prune, I give them really good spraying all over the plant with Azimax, Transport, just to make sure I got good coverage. I know I can walk in there and just spray the tops of my canopy and try and get everything, but I don't get everything on my plant surface unless I pull the plant out. So I'm hoping, like doing the, you know, watering the Azimax in in conjunction with I'm always using silica is just creating a real unappetizing leaf or leaf surface that can be, you know, penetrated by a PM spore, uh, etc. And I don't like to say, you know, you don't want to live on a hope. <laughs> you don't want to say I'm hoping when you're gardening too much um, when you're trying to avoid uh, pests. But it's another good way. Don't forget that the the power of using a, a product. You know, some people are like, man, neem ain't shit, acidractin ain't shit. Well, that's because you've waited too long that you already have a severe problem. And you're looking for like a, you know, as we said before in the show, the nuclear option. So, but... That's a good way to uh, help combat things. Also, don't forget you can drench Azimax into your rock wool, into your hydrogen, into any media. And but Azimax ain't doing all shit for PM, bro. I didn't say full NPM. I was just talking about what I'm using in my grow. Oh, okay, man. As far I, as I other, thought you were saying thing. Azimax was a solution for PM. And I'm like, what? No, not a solution for PM. But if you're spraying Azimax once, you know, once a week or something, it can be a deterrent. I was speaking of the silica being a deterrent, right. having a real, you know, solid leaf. I surface, do believe that, yeah, uh, for sure. My go-to for PM when I was, you know, getting through flower, it was ATAC, like I've said before, because when it mixed, it's mixed up, it does not have any type of funky smell, any problem. I didn't see any of the hairs, you know, my pistols or whatever getting burnt on the flower. Um, or the, the pH 9, 9.5 water um, is what I would I would use when I'm like, you know, second month of flowering when I don't want to spray other shit. And so, but I've been seeing a lot of PM lately, man. Keep your, you guys, filter your intake air. We're getting into spring here. Um, we are in spring. Summer's coming. You're going to pull spores right into your garden. If you don't have your shit properly filtered, uh, it's not going to work out, you know, good for you. So a way to, to do that is not just pantyhose. you got to use the right size filter. And then one that doesn't that I like is the, the, the Horty Control filter uh, if you're doing because it doesn't restrict your fan, your CFM, barely at all. And it's reusable, cleanable, all that shit, and it will take care of spores, eggs, mites, whatever. So if you're pulling outside air in, if it's not filtered, plan on having problems. Yeah, ain't that the truth, man. Uh, lastly, what's Unless going on? Unless you're pulling outside grow? air and just through little cracks, and st- I, I don't know, man. I mean, in any negative pressure room, I guess you, uh, yeah, you are pulling anything. If you've got spores, you know, mildew growing underneath the carpet, you know, and and it's pulling from outside. It's you know, it's pulling that from under that carpet, or it's pulling from around that carpet. So it really is going to be pulling things into your room, man. Yeah, hundred percent. So, uh, lastly, I, like I said earlier in the show, I only have. 
so much time to, uh, I shouldn't say so much time, but I don't have enough time to throw my DGC plant. It's in a one gal right now. It's not rooted out completely yet. It still has some time in there, but I noticed like, shit, man, I don't have room for this for like a month and a half. So I'm going to slow down the veg process on it. You know, I might give it a heavier topping than I normally would. Um, I might like screw it up and make it look like the uh, plant Scotty gave to me originally and then bring it back to life kind of thing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Rule number one, man. Get that bitch growing fast and never let it slow down. Well, I switch on and off. Like my T5 8 lamp down there, some days I'll, I'll just flip half the bulbs off so it's a four bulb. You know, I don't always need, it's just like in nature, there's cloudy days. It uh, doesn't, you know, maybe I'll go quarter strength on newts for this watering. I'm just doing things so it's not always prime time, man. Because when a plant is prime time veg, it can put on like an inch a day, it seems like. So I don't want to, uh, yeah, I don't want to have it go too quick before, because I'll run out of room in my, I only have two T5-8 bulbs in my veg area. So I don't want to, you know, completely run it out of room. Uh, I have I have smaller gardening spaces. That's why I was admiring hanging out over there, uh, seeing the grows yesterday. Levi and Mike, it's like, hey, I got some room to move around in here. That's nice to be able to walk in between rows and really look at shit. Sure is. Um, or instead of doing like the, uh, you know, like the ninja walk in your your garden or whatever you want to call it, you're like doing tai chi to get around right. and shit. All so, that real estate be valuable, man. Yes. Uh, I think we're about ready to put it in the bag, man. Don't forget, guys, the current meme contest, which uh, I'm going to tell Scotty right now. We need to get up over one of us over, and I want people to be able to rely on the current contests and giveaways over at Dude Grows right on the homepage. Um, if you go there now, you'll see there it's completely empty because we got rid of the old ones. But that's a good way to see what we have going on. I'm going to try and have some other things to give away gear than just meme contests. It's not for everybody. I mean, one time we did an iTunes voting thing. That was cool. If you guys have any ideas, every once in a while somebody chimes in. Because um, we always do have, you know, thanks to uh, the people that work with us and help support the show, hookups and whatnot. You know, it's a big a big reason. Like, shout out to Way to Grow. You hear about them on the show, guys. That, that's, uh, you know, a, a great store that gives us a lot of love and in turn also gives us a lot of connections into the industry to get you guys gear and to be able to enable us to review product and our own grows that we want to, you know, commentate on. So, Couldn't agree more, man. Couldn't, yeah, some of the companies are actually stepping up. And it's pretty cool. Blue Lab stepped up. Shit, CanFan's been with us for a couple of years. Quest Dehumidification. I'm looking at the 155 Duel that, that they hooked me up with, man. It's a couple grand, man. That was yeah, pretty don't fucking forget, nice, uh, Shit's only about to just really continue to... I mean, it's not only. It's been blowing up. But with Prohibition falling, it's been it's an enabling uh, companies that we've wanted to work with more. Get us gear and be on board, be on the show, not be in the shadows. You know, there's still companies that are multi-million dollar companies in this industry and I'm not just after multi-million dollar companies. You know, we like to work with all kinds of people. But now they're able to be like, okay, uh, we can actually admit that we've been uh, making this product for indoor grow. You know, it's like becoming legit. And so I, as far as the companies aren't going to get, you could literally have to worry about being sued or getting in trouble or something sometimes when you're like, oh, yeah, we we put a big banner ad and hung out with these guys over at Dude Grows show. Like, oh, what's Dude Grows? It's pretty easy to find out. Just Google Dude Grows. Right. Anyway. You know, and I mean, the, the, anyway, I, the idea rambling. is to, you know, hopefully get a little bit of support from a lot of the different people that we mentioned. You know, a lot of the different 
products and, and companies that we mention and that we believe in. And that way we're not stuck and, you know, beholden to, to one company, you know, where it's like, oh, my gosh, you know, I have to say something nice about Spectrum King or I have to say something nice about Optic Folio, you know. We get to, yeah. you know, and that's how we've been rolling the whole time, man. We, we don't take a lot of money from any company so that we're able to be really honest, you know. Until I see Mother's Little Helper, I ain't saying that to go to buy one. You know what I mean? I, you know, it's great that they, you know, that they're supportive of us. But, you know, we still get to Hold be on. Honest. If I don't tell anybody to buy a dirt cheap sale, I wait to grow this month or then they're gone. <laughs> don't, don't you believe in telling people, you know, wouldn't it be, isn't it a cool thing to tell somebody, yo, man, I know the total hookup. You know, the grocery store that I go to and my, my boys over there, they got the hookup on dirt this month, man. Check these out. I do want to tell you that, yes, don't forget, it is outdoor planting season coming up soon. So do stock up because I do want to extend the hookup, man. The best deal over there, in my opinion, right now at any of the, the way to grows in Colorado is $21 for a 707 uh, Roots Organic Mix. And that's 20, I think that's 20 cubic feet. Great outdoor thing. And they got their big-ass bales of peat for cheap, too. So if you are... Need a you know bulk sale soil planting outdoors what even for indoors go get some shit because it's not going to be any cheaper until next year at this time during the dirt cheap sales so. yeah and then my exact point man it feels good to tell people about about hookups man and that's all we're trying to do if there's something legit you know we're proud to be associated with and proud to uh, to tell people about it hell yeah man we'll support the DGC doing it all right all right guys we'll we're gonna get the hell out of here be hanging Friday for this week in cannabis. I made a note. I'm trying to get better. I'm trying to get better on my notes. Going to try and get in touch here with the Grow for Vets. Get them on the show. If you guys have any connections with that um, industry, that industry, that group, get a hold of me. That'd be great. And uh, man, let's put it in the bag, Dada. Dada. I called you Dada, man. <laughs> Dada. Combining dude and brother, Dada. All right, Dada. Yeah, sounds good to me, brother. And uh, yeah, enjoy yourself, man. Have a good rest of the week. And yeah, take her easy. Later.
Thank you.